the social introvert. We still get more than the people on record labels, though. You know what I'm saying? So it's not the same. But at the same time, the audience is bigger. You know, but I don't even know how to who came up with this. It seemed like it looked like to me like that's what they knew. You know, it's like these people know well, ten years ahead of time what's gonna happen to me. I, you know, so they seen that through social media we will be able to have our own power in our own hands, and now they breaking it down to charge us for it. You know, through this way or you know you got uh, different ways that now we we all on record labels basically. They figured a way to put us all on a record label deal, and they just charging. Giving us whatever they want to give us. Same shit, different commode. Stench your nose. Homies don't pick up the phone. You're pissing your moan. True, we all got our problems. Kids at home. Work to keep the fridge cold. Hot grits on the stove. Was told. Remain stoic when you holding a position. Cope with being broke, man. I'm holding the Guinness. Gift and the curse, man. I'm knowing my limits. Sensitive to the touch. Bump me. I need stitches. Sometimes it gets thick. You want to pick up the chrome. Stick it to your dome. Pull the trigger quick and be gone. But I can't leave my babies in this world all alone. No, I can't leave my babies in this world all alone. Welcome back to a brand new episode of the Social Introvert Podcast. I'm your host, Sid Davis. This is episode 529. You can find the show exclusively on bynkradio.net forward slash podcast as well as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere else podcasts are available. Go ahead and follow me on Instagram and Twitter at I said Davis. I have other social media handles as well. The Instagram podcast page is at the Social Introvert Podcast. Twitter is at Social Intro Pod. Hop on TikTok, follow me at I Sid Davis, and follow the BYNK Radio page on TikTok, which is at BYNK Radio. Send your thoughts, you got any questions, you need any advice. Uh, could be about anything, doesn't matter. You want to put me on something new, anime, old movie, TV show, whatever. You can do so by... Sending those emails to the social introvert podcast at gmail.com. I got two questions. And the first one, this one was from Steven. Steven, for those who do not know, because most of you will have a clue who the hell that is. Steven is the guy who created my logo for the social introvert podcast, the, the Seinfeld inspired logo. So there you go. Back in 2017, um, I didn't have anybody to make it for me, and then I was describing it, and then uh, it was my brother's my brother's friend, and he was like, no, he's like, I can make that shit for you, he said, I'm taking classes in Photoshop, he said, I'll whip that shit up for you real quick, boom, had it done, he made two other ones, uh, so the first one was the Seinfeld one, the second one was the Super Mario Brothers Nintendo inspired one, the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, and the All That logo. He, he made that one too. So yeah, three other ones besides the Seinfeld logo sign. So shout out to Steven. He says, I've been tapping into Tubi more often. I got the Roku player. My fire stick is out of commission. But anyway, Tubi has a lot of old shows and old movies. And I recently stumbled onto the Die Hard franchise. I've already seen the first one. How are the other ones? Um, First one's great. Second one's pretty cool too. It's, 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 it's kind of cool. The third one is my favorite. The third one, I'm pretty sure you've um, seen the, the artwork and the, the, the photo stills. Samuel L. Jackson and Bruce Willis are in that movie. Uh, that is my absolute favorite one out of the entire franchise. 
It's great. Live Free or Die Hard is kind of cool. I, I do like Live Free or Die Hard. That's the one with um, Justin Long in it. Um, the, the hacker. He, he plays a hacker in the movie. Then there's A Good Day to Die Hard. This time. Now, before I get into that, Live Free or Die Hard has uh, John McClane's daughter in it. Uh, she's a lot older. She, I think she's a college student. And then A Good Day to Die Hard, which was the final one in the franchise. He teams up with his son. He goes to track his son down. His son, he doesn't realize this until like maybe almost halfway through the movie that his son works for like in, intelligence or some shit like that. Just like John McClane does. He's a detective or some sort. I don't know. But he thought his son was doing something else. He didn't plan on for his son to be doing the same shit. It's weird because John McClane looks down on his own career of some sort of kind of odd way. And so I guess he wants his son to do better than him. Obviously, you would want your child to do better than you. Uh, a sensible parent would. But <laughs> but when he finds that out, he gets pissed off. Because uh, he's like, damn, you could be doing something much more than me. And at the same time, I'm on vacation. Why the hell did you pull me into this? And A Good Day to Die Hard is okay. It's the shortest Die Hard out of all the ones. Um, it drags a little bit. It's alright, but I would say watch all of them. My favorite one personally is part three, Die Hard with a Vengeance. And they always had interesting villains in each one. Maybe except the the final one, I guess. It was alright, but all the ones before that, they always had like a worthy villain. They were they were cool villains. So yeah, uh check them out. Go ahead and watch them. The second question is with the recent Nas albums that are out now has your ranking changed what's your top five favorite Nas albums good question uh, nothing has really changed much except for maybe one out of the newer albums that I like I like all of them now don't get me wrong but there's one that I have taken out of that bunch and placed in the top five so Illmatic is number one it was written as number two Stillmatic is number three. I am is number four. Number five used to be Godson. And as soon as these albums started coming out, um, like King's Disease 1 through 3, Magic 1 through 3, Godson got pulled out of that list as much as I love Godson. And the first Magic album is in the top five now. Now, I know like Lost Tapes, that's. I love Lost Tapes is awesome. Lost Tapes 2, eh, whatever. That, we, let, let's forget about Lost Tapes 2. Now, the first Lost Tapes, I would put it in my top five, but it was just announced that Nas, Nas is getting ready to re-release I Am, the autobiography, the way that it was intended to drop. It was originally supposed to be a double-disc album. That's coming very soon. I think it's supposed to be this month. I believe the week of Thanksgiving, if I'm not mistaken. But yeah, that was always a struggle because it was either between Lost Tapes or Godson. Originally, the original five top five list for me. And the reason why I would never put Lost Tapes in the top five is because those songs were originally intended to be on the original release of I Am. And then the album leaked and it's like, what the hell? So, yeah, Um I easily can I can take out Godson and then put the first magic in there. I still think out of the new bunch, 
of the the Nas releases with him and Hit Boy. Magic is the one. I like all of them. They're all dope. They're all dope. Don't get me wrong. Part two, uh, Magic two, sound like a throwaway album where they just had extra joints and they just threw it together and say, "Hey, Magic two, but this is something about that first one. That first one is special, very special. My only gripe out of all of this with the new releases from Nas and Hit Boy, I wish we had another feature from the firm. I would have liked to hear that again. Because I do like the song on the first King's Disease with Foxy and Nature and AZ and all of them. That would have been dope to hear again. So yeah, um, moving on from that. I went to go see the Marvels. I did it. I can't believe I did that. I don't know why I did that. And I, I felt like I said, you know, it is a way to get out the house. I ain't got nothing else going on. Uh, folks is asking me to ride with them. Normally, I wouldn't do that. It depends on who you are. If I'm a ride with you, I'm a ride with you. Uh, if not, I'm taking my car because when I'm ready to go, I'm ready to go. <laughs> so I, I, I rode with the folks. I rode with the homies. And for some odd reason, we picked the Marvels. I don't know. I, I These these are people that are not comic book collectors like I once was. Well, I'm still a comic book collector uh, to the death like until I, I lay six feet deep. But I don't have as many as the comics as I used to. And the recent state of DC and Marvel has kept me from not even collecting comics. Because it's just it's crappy writing and terrible stories. I don't, I don't really care for any of them like that. But recently with um, Ripaverse comics by Eric July. He's getting a lot of OG writers and, and colorists and stuff like that for comic books. Like Chuck Dixon and Joe Bennett. And he's he's making his, his his empire, his comic book empire, and I've been buying them. I can't wait to read the brand new one that's going to, well, I've already pre-ordered it, but I can't wait for it to get sent out so I can read it and enjoy it. Uh, but yes, we went to see the Marvels. Like I said, these guys are comic book collectors, so whatever they see anything like Marvel or DC or whatever, they're just going to go see it, whether it's good or uh, atrociously bad. The Marvels was atrociously bad and um, never again, never again. I already said I already had that that feeling of like I'm marveled out this fatigue that has set in with me. I don't know what the hell it is, but I'm I'm done. This movie made no type of sense. Not only did you sit here and tell us how great Captain Marvel was out of just out of the damn blue. You decide to double down on it and make her more obnoxious and annoying in its shows. She's so freaking dry and deadpan within the movie. I, I hate it. I feel sorry for the actress that plays Monica Rambeau because Monica Rambeau is one of the characters that I was really excited to see. That goes nowhere. She just looks stupid and dumb like a deer in headlights. And and poor poor little girl that plays Mrs. Marvel or Miss Marvel. Uh, she's only 16 so I'm not gonna sit here and bash some child I'm gonna leave it alone it's not her fault and she did the best that she could with the movie she was probably the only thing that was likable about this thing Samuel Jackson is how old is he now in his mid 70s or late I don't know but he acts like a, a 30 year old auntie that's just he I don't know what the fuck 
is going on in this movie. The villain. My goodness. Listen, I'm, I'm trying to be as nice as I can. If you don't know who the villain is, it's Darbin. And automatically, like, I sunk in the chair and I was sad. My feelings were hurt. I wanted to cry. I wanted to go home at that point. Darbin, or the, the actress that plays Darbin, is married to, I think it's Tom Hiddlestone, who plays Loki. And I feel like she only got that part because of that, like some type of nepotism. Not to say that there's anything wrong with nepotism. I like it. I, hey, there's nothing wrong with nepotism. As long as you got the talent to show for it. But... Oh my goodness, this is the worst villain I've ever seen in my entire life. They have this plot where she is going to other worlds to suck out the air or the atmosphere or the oxygen. I don't know what the hell is happening, but that's basically on, on surface level. That's what it is. She just wants to go into other worlds to suck the air or atmosphere out of it like a like a galactus except galactus takes it a step further and just takes the whole entire planet um sucking off the world or i meant to say that <laughs> sucking the atmosphere <laughs> out of whatever she's trying to suck the atmosphere of the, the worlds that she goes to isn't that the plot to space balls if anyone who's ever seen Spaceballs, the, the Star Wars spoof movie with um, uh, Rick Moranis from Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. I'm pretty sure that's the plot to Spaceballs, them sucking the air out of and they make a joke about it, too. So to see it in this movie is like, why? That was dumb. And you, there's no way you sat there and thought that was a great idea and no one was going to pick up. on. Like, come on now. If anybody's going to pick up on it, I'm picking up on the shit and I'm going to be a little bit nitpicky about it. This movie was so stupid. They have something in there called Negabands or something. I, I I was trying real hard to say it correct. I didn't want to say Negabands, but Negabands, N-E-G-A, not too far from the original spe spelling of how we say it. This movie was just freaking retarded. It's stupid. And there's so much news going on now about Marvel to the point where they've sat here and, and pulled back on a lot of their projects, a lot of reshoots and rewrites. That's what this movie suffered from. I think they, were, they went through like 88 minutes through removing scenes that would, I guess, would make the movie more competent and make sense, you know. But it shows. There's certain things in this movie where it just... How did this happen? How did that happen? Oh shit, wait, that happened? And technically, if you try to think back, or if you can think back to whatever movie that involved Captain Marvel or any other movie that might not have had her in it, it doesn't make sense. So they're implying that the shit that was taking place was off screen. And I'm like, fam, what, what are we doing here? Now we got a bunch of projects being pushed back they don't know what the hell they're doing with fantastic four they don't no one wants to play reed richards um except pedro pascal and when i saw that i said yeah we're 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 done we're done here sir um i don't know and I, I i just don't know this movie was horrible then the trailer you would think they would kind of like pull back and say all right we're gonna slow up and just kind of relax 
we get a trailer of Madam Web. Okay. From reading the comics, I ain't like no damn Madam Web. I did not like Madam Web one bit. Spider-Man animated series, I hated Madam Web. Okay. I still hate Madam Web in 2023. Who asked for this? The only thing that makes this remotely watchable is Sydney Sweeney. Uh, I'll, I'll keep my comments to myself. I don't want to be here, you know, talking crazy. But, but you, you get what I'm saying when I say Sydney Sweeney, if you know who that is. But no, fam. And isn't the main, or I guess Madam Web, the woman that's supposed to be Madam Web, isn't this the same chick from um, what what movie is that? The um, the mini shade is it called Many Shades of Grey? Or something like I don't know. Who who the fuck cares? This trailer looks bad. And why would you start the trailer off like this? This looks like the 2000s. Like um, I don't know. Like and then I'm not gonna disrespect Blade like that because Blade is fire. Uh, but this looks like Tobey Maguire Spider-Man because you you could there's a stark difference from the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man the first one to what we've been getting recently and if you see this out of shape looking spider-man that's in a movie in a suit he looks very like a chubby spider-man uh for those that do not know uh that's ezekiel sims just look it up ezekiel sims um it taps in i'm to not going too deep with it just google ezekiel sims spider totem and you'll you'll find a plethora of just different stories and and stuff like that from the comics. But I'm like, where where did he come from, fam? Like, why? And Ezekiel Sims is a lot older too. Um, so it's a whole bunch of crap that goes into it. But they better do something real fast. And I guess they sort of been doing that by announcing that they want to bring back original characters and stuff like that. And I'm like, you shouldn't have, you shouldn't have ended Endgame like that. That's why I don't like Endgame, and I think Endgame is not that great of a movie like y'all claim it to be. I feel like the, the peak the peak was Infinity War. Mind you, I always say this, Marvel does not have any replay value. The movies don't have replay value like that. I know that's a crazy hot take, but they just don't. I watched them goddamn movies like maybe once, maybe twice in a blue moon, maybe. The only one that I have watched multiple times is either Captain America 2 Winter Soldier, which is the best Marvel movie ever made, or Infinity War. And that's it. I don't I watched them other ones like once and I'm like, oh, OK, cool. And then maybe like two or three years later, I'll watch it again. And I'm like, oh, OK, I don't get anything special out of it. There's nothing that makes me come back to repeatedly watch movies for like cool one-liners or funny bits about it i just it's not there for me i don't know what the hell they're doing i will say this dc might have a chance to get it together and get it right hopefully maybe i don't know i'm not, I'm not really counting on that but who knows man I, I just don't know what's happening with this shit now they want to replace kane the conqueror uh jonathan major's character and then bring in dr doom they said that the news wasn't true, but then again, it's, it's almost as if it is true. They're just trying to find a way to get rid of him or write him off. The I don't know. 
and I, I just don't know anyway let's just move on from this because this i can't even believe i did that the next time i watch a marvel movie that shit gonna have to be for free i'll even watch madam webb if it's for free other than that don't ask me about that shit oh man did you see the other man you seen that madam webb hell no i ain't see it anyway that song that you heard in the beginning <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. That song that you heard in the beginning of this episode is Lonely Planet by Stick Figure and The Expert. Producer The Expert. Uh, really dope. I don't even know who that is, man. This, I've been listening to some of his beats. Pretty good. But this song is off of their recent album that dropped earlier this year called Ritual. It's available on all music streaming platforms. Go check that out. Uh, Stick Figure, I've been a longtime fan of him. I think... I think he's still part of Mellow Music Group. I highly doubt it, but I know at one point he was with Mellow Music Group. Uh, either way, um, great music. So to get into some more music before we get into this next story, Larry, June, and Cardo have a brand new album out called The Night Shift. It's available on all music streaming platforms. And as I said yesterday, man, I, I expected it to be good. I didn't expect it to be this good. And I, I thought it was going to be short, like Into the Late Night, which was their previous project. I think that was, what, no more than seven or eight songs on there. I'm thinking the night shift was going to be like that. And it's it's a full length album. And uh, front to back is very enjoyable. It's awesome. But anyway, one of my favorite joints off of this album is called Love of Money. Check it out. Straight back to the... The social introvert. I'm spitting game like Warren Buffett. Yeah, I just dropped it, but got another one in the oven. I got certain whips for the summer. I turn renegades to full gold. That should tell you something. By 21, I had three beamers. I fell off for three seasons. Still managed to be the cleanest. I cut her off because she a liability. I tossed the five in a liquid account and made a lot of interest. I'm a boss, it's a big difference. I seen make poor decisions. Man, I seen cross family. Man, this lifestyle is so wicked. Damn. Man, it beyond common sense. Through the music, showed you how I did it. You're spending too much time with these. Man. Go hard, get your chick. What's happening? I done seen change on me. Change on me. That's probably why I keep it on me. Why I keep it on me. Once again, that's Love of Money by Larry June and Cardo off of the brand new album, The Night Shift. It's available on all music streaming platforms. Go check that out. So, um, I've said it a few times here and there. I'm a big kaiju fan, like movie monsters, like Godzilla and all of them and stuff like that, right? 
there is a brand new Godzilla movie releasing in Japan by the original creator, Toho, and it's called Godzilla Minus One. And it is now confirmed to be releasing over here December 1st. I think early screenings of the 29th of November. Either way, I'm going to see it. Can't wait. And listen, I know Godzilla is made to be like the scary thing, but I was never scared of Godzilla. I don't think anybody was ever scared of it like that. This time, this whatever the hell that they're doing with this movie, Godzilla looks scary. <laughs> and and by the reviews from people who've already seen it, they say, yeah, this um they they got something way different here. This isn't like Godzilla showing up and there's like buildings getting wrecked and everything and then there's a, a threat that Godzilla has to fight. This isn't the case. Godzilla is has been woken up. He's very angry. This takes place, I think, post-war Japan. And so he, he looks scarred and damaged and everything and something, something happened to where they pissed him off and he, he's taking it out on the people. So is there's no other threat that he's going against. The threat to him are the people. And the the Japanese army gets involved. They want to fight him. And we already know what that turns into. There's a chase scene that's in the trailer. I, I think it's on the water. That looked fire. But yeah, I, I can't wait to see this. Um, I wonder though. Because I watched a lot of them in Japanese. And... I, the only one where I struggled to watch in Japanese was, it was called Shin Godzilla, and it was just boring, because I didn't know what it was about, and they didn't give you, like, any implication to what the movie was talking about, until I watched it in English. Uh, any other one that I watched in Japanese, I was okay, because you could kind of tell what's going on. This one, I don't know what's going to happen. If it's in Japanese, fine. If it's dubbed in English, fine. I want to see it. This looks really cool. But anyway, um, yeah, that comes out December 1st. Can't wait. And uh, I don't know what it is, man. It's just, it's like Godzilla's everywhere. You know what I'm saying? Like, worldwide. People are celebrating them. They got toys and merch everywhere. For I know it's his, like, 70th birthday or something. I think he's been around for 70 years so far or something like that. But And that's probably the case. But I've seen it more than ever. Hollywood's tapped into it. There's another Godzilla and Kong shit coming out. And yeah, I don't know, man. But yeah, either way, I like Godzilla. And yeah, that's that. And um, I don't know what's going on. But with Will Smith in this Dwayne Martin story, this isn't new news. This isn't anything like, oh my God. But there is a guy, former friend of the Smiths, who was confirming on walking in on Will Smith and Dwayne Martin doing the Devil's Tango. And, <laughs> and now the rebuttal to that is there's legal action taken. Jada wants to take legal action. And I kind of knew this was going to happen. You know, her going on her her little her book tour and talking about certain things like that and okay that's fine you know let's let other people talk about it but for a former friend to come out and say these things now it's just like legal action just automatically this is very weird to me 
because at the same time, I'm like, I don't know if this is being orchestrated. Like for some reason, I, I don't know who did Will Smith piss off. That might be the actual question to ask. Did Will Smith piss anybody off? Because why is he the one getting attacked? Why him? And I know y'all probably sit here, oh, Sid, Sid is a, a Will Smith stand, and yeah, I like Will Smith a lot. I, he's he's dope. I think he's cool. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I grew up watching the guy, so can't help it. But I feel like there's something being orchestrated to just ruin him for some odd reason. At the same time, got these videos of Will Smith, uh, you know, joking around and stuff like that, and. Um, the celebration of the the unboxing of Jada's book and he's happy as ever. I don't know what's going on, but hey, whatever floats his boat, it's fine. I still feel like something's going on to just drag this man further down. And I, I really don't, I don't like it, man. And it's probably due to the fact of watching him for so long and, it, you know, the image he upkept for all of these years only to see this shit happening in real time is just like yo what's popping did he piss off somebody in the higher up one percent i don't know who did he make angry is <laughs> my question because there's no way that this is the guy that um that hollywood i guess wants to target but i, I feel like there's something there. there there can there's an argument to be made that the powers that be is trying to drag this man down. I don't know. That's just my brain. Conspiracy theory said is don't leave me alone. Let me be great. But yeah, um, Kel Mitchell from Good Burger, all that fame is hospitalized. And um, I hope he gets well very soon. Good Burger 2 is getting ready to come out on Paramount Plus. I think I'll watch Good Burger 2. I don't know. I'm pretty sure I will. I just think it's weird that we're getting a good burger too now, like 20 some odd years later. Because whenever it came out the first time, I just knew for sure we were getting a good burger too. Maybe two years from that point. And I'm like, oh yeah, we getting a sequel and we never got it. It's a cool movie. It's cheesy, it's corny, it's stupid, whatever. But it's it's something very nostalgic and, and great about it. Like it's watchable it isn't anything where you're like oh my god this is awful but yeah um i'll watch it i'll check it out and real quick man i'm not getting paid from arby's but if you go to arby's oh <laughs> they have a good burger two meal so yeah it's the good burger two meal your choice of crinkle or curly fries and you can either get a regular drink like a fountain drink or it comes with this strawberry shake fam the strawberry shake is fire it is so fire you know how you sitting in the car when you get back home from getting your food right okay this literally happened and uh don't judge me i sat in the car trying to finish the milkshake this is how good it was i just sat there and just enjoyed the hell out of the milkshake after i was done i got out the car finally don't laugh please don't laugh <laughs> it was good but yeah I, i'm thinking about going back just to get that the good burger two meals is awesome it is pretty good but uh, i want to go back for that milkshake because sheesh that was great
And uh, before I go, there's one more thing I want to uh, throw out here. So last couple of weeks, I've been talking about old school joints or albums that I've been um, going back to and checking out once again. And the album that I want to talk about or artists, actually, I want to talk about both things. New Jersey rapper Apache from the 90s. And um, man, there's a lot to be said about Apache and a lot of people don't know about him, but he was a part of a, a group called the Flavor Unit with the 45 King. The 45 King actually recently just passed away, I want to say last month, if I'm not mistaken. I, I believe it was last month, but Apache has an album titled Apache Ain't Shit that came out in 1993 and uh, it's a pretty dope album from top to bottom. Go check it out. He's also a part of a group called the Flavor Unit from back in the day, which included Fat Joe, Tupac, Queen Latifah, and Naughty by Nature. For those that didn't know that either. So go check that out. Um, really dope album. I've heard, I've listened to it throughout the years. And, you know, kind of... It wasn't like a frequent thing, obviously. And then I come back around to it. You know, it just... It pops up in my head and I go listen to it. But after this album, Apache... I think he dropped another album and then went on to become a pastor preaching the word of God and passed away in 2010. No one knows what he passed away from. It's from what they say is unknown causes. So yeah, RIP Apache, uh, go check this album out. It's called Apache ain't shit. <laughs> and it's a, it's a really dope album, just raw, rough, rugged lyrics. So yeah. Listen at your own risk if you want to. With that being said, that wraps this episode up for me. Thank you for listening to episode 529. I got a raging headache. Woo! I need some uh I need some ibuprofen. Something. I don't know. Uh real quick, shout out to the John Effect Podcast. Shout out to 12 Cow Podcast, Conversation Con Artist, Brunch with Besties, Tackless Know It All to Awkward Millennials, and of course I can't forget about the BYNK family. Shout out to Government Name Podcast, the Carefree Black Nerd Podcast, and the Sex with Friends Podcast. Last but not least, shout out to our BYNK blog content creators. I'm also a blog content creator. You can go to bynkradio.net, go to the lifestyle section, scroll down to you see Romance Shit with Robin Mortal, Jasmine Blue by Jasmine Blue, and yours truly, The Social Introvert. Be sure to check out Cole Jackson's radio show, Thursday Night Lights, powered by BYNK Radio, every Thursday evening from 7 to 9 p.m. Central Time. Just go to bynkradio.net, go to the top of the page at the header, or stay at the top of the page and press play at that time, and have a blast. And uh, every month from here on out, the first three playlists are out, August, September, and October. BYNK Radio and The Social Introvert have linked up to drop a monthly soundtrack for The Social Introvert Podcast. So make sure you tune in. Those playlists are available on Spotify. So tap in, listen at your leisure, man. Have fun. Tap into these artists. Get to know their discography. And if it leads you to elsewhere, to more artists, related artists or what have you, then go right on ahead and enjoy yourselves. And what else? Am I forgetting anything else? 
uh, Terranome Highway is on hiatus. It has been on hiatus, and I will be back this weekend. Uh, go ahead and follow, subscribe to Terranome Highway Podcast. It's just been a lot going on, and um, just, I don't know, to me, the, the Social Introvert Podcast is the main priority to me. Not to push Terranome Highway to the wayside, but at the same time, Look, t- to be honest, it's hard doing two goddamn shows. Let's just say that, okay? It's hard. <laughs> it's difficult. But no, we uh, we we get there, man. We getting there. Um, I will be back this weekend with two, maybe three brand new episodes because I already I'm I'm halfway done with the third episode that I'm recording. So there will be three episodes out around this weekend between Saturday through Monday. Each day will be a new episode. And um, I'll be talking about Friday the 13th, part two, part three. Uh, That third one that I'm doing is my thoughts on this Goosebumps series, this brand new one. And uh, yeah, so as always, take care of each other. Most importantly, take care of yourselves. Stay safe. Have a great week. Have an even better weekend. And I see you guys next week the social introvert I thought I knew what real love was before I met you I think I had lost my mind somewhere I thought I knew what passion felt like but it's not pain or frightened like in the past I felt Don't know what I did before this Not sure what I felt for all those years But you came and showed me something new Used to live my life in black and white Cry myself to sleep at night Comfort was the appetite That's why we stay when they don't do right And then you came and covered me you're giving me all I need You mended the broken pieces And that's why I've been on to you You've been on to me too What's the reason I never Oh yeah, I called you for some money. I made you, you didn't make me. You know what, I called Ray Ray and everybody else. I'm supposed to. Who the fuck else am I supposed to call? What the fuck is the matter with this generation and you kids, man? Y'all are Y'all are My career, I did a fucking things. Amazing things. I'm proud of what you're doing, but Court, you ain't done this shit or made the money that I made. You couldn't walk in my fucking Adidas. For an hour. BYK Radio.